is Dawn Schuler, Certified Trainer and Business Consultant at the Schuler Group with When People Thrive, Companies Thrive podcast. Our company is all about employee engagement. We focus on getting employees actively engaged in their organizations, possibly changing the organizations from the inside in order to support and to promote that idea of active, high employee engagement. Statistics and research show that actively engaged employees are two and a half times more likely to work late than their disengaged counterparts. They are less likely to take paid time off for sick leave. They work harder, longer. They are more likely to stay at their organization because they're satisfied. They're actively engaged. Whereas their disengaged or not engaged counterparts, 70% of them are always on the lookout for a, a better deal, another organization that might meet their needs better. That's why our motto and the name of this podcast is When People Thrive, Companies Thrive. Because a happy employee, an actively engaged employee, benefits the company. So sometimes our work is focusing on working with an organization from the inside out to make it that place that employees want to work. A recent article in Forbes magazine talked about how this pandemic has exposed the missing piece in employee engagement. While 70% of people who leave their jobs voluntarily, it's usually because of a toxic boss, while that statistic is true, has been proven true through research, what other research is finding is that in this age of working remotely and in this pandemic, that their engagement and their happiness is potentially less derived from their manager's ability to manage. It actually is more dependent upon their own levels of happiness, resilience, stress, anxiety, their situation at home. These are things that a manager has no control over. Of course, being empathetic and checking in matters. Those types of actions lead to employees feeling cared for, that there is somebody in the organization who cares for them, 
and that does affect their levels of engagement. But we're finding that their engagement as employees is not all about the manager. What I think is that it's the other side of the coin. If you have a toxic boss, if you have a toxic manager, yes, 70% of people are going to leave that position. But if you have a not toxic boss and you are generally unhappy, you might be a disengaged employee. Is that your manager's fault? Absolutely not. We just finished one of our company climate inventory reports for one of our clients, and we found that there were some issues with employee engagement. We did not feel that there was a problem with a toxic culture or a toxic environment or even toxic people. What we found is that there was a small percentage of employees who were unhappy. Now, is that because of management? Not necessarily. I will say that our results and our analysis of the results led us to recommend some things to put in place to increase employee engagement. In our debrief with the CEO and executive team, we said, you have a small number of employees who are unhappy. And yes, let's do some managerial training so that there's more empathy, there's, there's more checking in But we don't feel that that is the source of the problem with these few unhappy employees. Some people are just unhappy. And it's up to no one else, individuals or organizations, to make that better for them. In a podcast episode that I did some time ago on positivity, I cited some research by Barbara Fredrickson, who said people are born already hardwired with a certain capacity to be happy. And that that's about 50%, I believe. So 50% of your propensity to be happy or not is genetically wired into you. That leaves the other 50% up to you. So even if you're genetically wired to be unhappy or tend toward being unhappy, you've got the opportunity to do what you can to make it better. My husband, Mark, my business and life partner, has a background as a marriage and family therapist. He had a practice for almost 30 years. And one of the things that he saw in some of his more challenging clients was what he called the external locus of control. And it was 
in these people that everyone else was a problem. It was that person's fault and it was because they did this and that other person did that and they were never at fault. But when you look at the situations they say they're in and there's a pattern and what's the common denominator? They are. We are all responsible for our choices. Can we choose to be happy? We can try. How do we consciously do that? What do we surround ourselves with? What's that self-talk that goes on in our head? What's that talk that goes in our, on in our heads about other people? Is it negative? Are we looking for areas to complain in? Are we looking for fault? Or are we looking at gratitude and blessings and positivity? What's working? Albert Einstein said, the mindset that created the problem or that focuses on the problem cannot be the same mindset that finds a solution. If you are solution-oriented rather than problem-focused, it's going to be much easier and quicker to get to a solution than if you keep focusing on the problem. So let's bring all that back around to this Forbes article that the pandemic has exposed the missing piece in employee engagement. That missing piece is the employee's propensity toward positivity, optimism, resilience. We all have that capability. Yes, even in the middle of a pandemic and racial and political unrest, we can look for what's good. We can look for how do we make choices that make things better. How do we focus on the positive? It doesn't mean ignore the problems. It means identify the problems and move toward a solution. If you're a manager or a leader listening to this episode and you're thinking about some of your employees who might indeed be unhappy, and that is beyond your control, so in other words, their unhappiness is not because of your particular style of manager, but is rather their own life circumstances, there may not be anything you can do about that other than be empathetic, checking in, asking them some questions about if they're getting the help they need. Do they have resources? This has been a tough time for people, for all of us. We have all had to try to navigate during this unusual time, if we don't have the resources and the resilience to bounce back, we're going to be unhappy. It's, it's tough because if you are that manager who recognizes you might have some unhappy direct reports, there may not be much you can do about that. When the pandemic first broke out, and the world turned topsy-turvy back in March, 
we started offering wellness coaching calls to our clients to talk about anxiety, stress, fear, working at home remotely when they never had before, managing working with children at home, how to communicate with their colleagues in this different work environment, how to communicate with their partners and family members now that everybody's home 24-7. I recently talked to a colleague, and when I mentioned that we had done this for our clients, she said, that is a great idea. You should offer that to other companies and organizations as well. So here is my offering it to you. If you think your organization could benefit from wellness coaching calls with experienced consultants in communication, in trying to balance life and business, with somebody who has a degree in clinical psychology as well as the experience of almost 30 years as a therapist, with a woman who had young children at home when she started her business back in 2002. If this level of service would be helpful to your organization, please feel free to reach out to us at www.theshulergroupllc.com. Until next time, may you thrive.